a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those blood. Tonight we are powered by the Happiest Hour. Make sure you guys check them out. Happiest Hour on Instagram. Sponsoring us tonight. And we have a stacked show lined up for you. If you remember last week, we had a special call from the motherfucking Donna Taylor. Talking about meth heads kicking in her door and chasing snakes with tongs. Well, tonight... She's going to be on live later on to give us her life story because, honestly, I can't get enough of it. (coughs) So get ready for that. I really can't wait. Donna Taylor live. We got the main event going down. You've seen it on Instagram. You've seen it on Twitter. You've seen it everywhere. Tonight, former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, joining us at 7.30. Don't go anywhere. If you're watching on Instagram, I suggest you take your ass over to YouTube, to Twitch, to Facebook, at 2 Podcast, the number two on all platforms, so you can get the full screen experience live here tonight. And we also have some breaking news we're going to talk about. Breaking news. Introducing you to the brand new 2B Blood team here tonight. I'm so excited. The chat's already popping. I've seen it going down Instagram, Mad People, Facebook, Twitch. 
It's all going down. Awkward Ginger, Justin Lane, JMD, Lexi Girl Farms, Wave a real low high voltage. Omar, Audie's in the house. Terrapin, Terpene, I knew he'd show up. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. In-house genetics. Midnight Candy Queen, it's going down. The highest podcast around. Two, B, one. And I told y'all we had breaking news. You know, I've been working out this a little bit each and every week, having different co-hosts. And I, I feel like I put together the dream team. The dream team. So, without further ado, let me introduce you to the newest podcast team at 2B Blood here. Introducing first, you remember her from last week, who uh, made a statement, an impact on the show. I thought we had great chemistry. So taking place, taking her seat here on the show officially, introducing Kristen live. What's up, Kristen? What's up? And not only that, next introducing one of the most controversial figures on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. It doesn't matter where he is. He's catching heat everywhere he goes. That's why I love him. It's like a heat-seeking missile. You know him as CTMMP Data. He is my friend, Lou Rinaldi, live here on the show. What's going on? And How's everybody doing tonight? This is officially, right now, as of now, the 2B Blood team. Myself, as who that Bud's called you, Big Lou and Kristen, here, live, <laughs> live. Welcome to the show, y'all. I appreciate you guys joining me. It's been it's been kind of a crazy thing. I've been going solo for a while, but I liked having the co-host. And I just feel like we just have such a good chemistry together that this can't go wrong. So I am really happy for you guys to be here. I can already see in the comments, JMD says, Kristen's got the Jalen up already. She's already <laughs> jumped the gun. So let's not waste any time. <laughs> let's get into my favorite part of the show and yours, the ceremonial lighting of the blood. Inside my king palm, I have from Northeast Fino Anglers. We have a little Der Burger, Der Burger, which is GMO crossed with Donnie Burger. So you already know if you got your weed, grab your concentrates, grab your edibles, whatever you do to get high, and let's smoke it if you got it. That's your cue, Kristen. Uh, <laughs> it ran out when I was talking. Now I'm trying to find the right burger. Oh, yeah. Durr burger. Durr burger. <laughs> My man, Lou. My man, Lou. If y'all didn't know, Lou been MIA for a little bit. Went on a little trip. My man cruising it down to Portugal, bro. Portugal. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. was in Portugal, by the way? I got to ask because I'm like wondering if all the places you wanted to go, you chose Portugal. You got family there or something? No, man. It's just a reasonably priced airfare at the right time. You know, you got to keep your eyes open 
if you want to travel on a budget, you know what I'm saying? So you got to, you got to keep tabs on the deals and stuff and you see something good come up, something that you think you could make into a fun time, then, you know, just jump on that. I encourage anybody to do that. Um, Portugal is a really interesting place. Uh, the entire country is like one big steep slope covered in cobblestones and like floor tile like like square tiles <laughs> sounds like uh, like san francisco it's, it's, yeah yeah it actually had a lot of that kind of vibe except um san francisco at least you got paved roads you know what i mean so i i said i came up with a short list for anyone who's thinking about going to portugal especially for the first time i have a short list of recommendations of things that you should do the first thing that you should do is buy yourself some new socks like good high quality socks <laughs> you need good need socks now why do you need the socks man because I'll, I'll tell you right now the slopes are so steep that your toes are going to be pressing real hard on the front of your shoe that because you're like as you're walking downhill you know what i'm saying and they'll like poke through your socks if you got like shitty old raggedy ass socks so get you some <laughs> Get you some new socks. That was a smart move uh, I made on accident, and it paid off very nicely. New shoes also. I rolled in there with a fresh pair of Mizuno Wave Inspires. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. That's Mizuno? Just, I've never even heard of that brand. Mizuno, yeah, yeah. It's like a running shoe um, from when I used to run. Uh, <laughs> but How I long still, ago was that? I still dig them. <laughs> I still dig them. Yeah, I used to be able to run 10 miles. If you 10 could. miles? Yeah. Holy yeah, shit, bro. <laughs> My personal Instagram has photographic evidence, but I walk around the case, block and I'm gassed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, socks and shoes, big ones, big ones. And then um get a pedicure or at least, you know, do some nice work on your on your feet, what? man. Cause I'm not I'm not playing. You, I feel like I would have been dying if I didn't do this shit. Kristen, and I got to ask you real quick, not to cut Lou off, but Lou, have you ever gotten a pedicure before you go out on a hike? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. But I also don't hike on slopes like this. I'm like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm just wondering why we need a pedicure before we go to I'm Portugal. hiking in Birkenstocks, though, so, like, I guess they're painted <laughs> listen i'll for anybody who out there who's a skier i'll make an analogy that's not cocaine either on, guys when you're on like icy slopes or something or you're in a situation where you got to be real deliberate you're going to be like sidestepping down you know what i mean that it was almost like that it was like i don't know how people drive motor vehicles in this place man every car i saw had some kind of body damage you know, it's just such narrow what? streets. And uh, yeah, so that all that and the fourth thing, fourth and final thing, don't even try to source anything locally once you're there. Don't even bother. Uh, <laughs> I got to ask. Why. I, I, I didn't bother. And I got I got solicited <laughs> multiple times. And I just I had to look and I was just like, no, man, like who is buying this? Like, who are you fooling with this shit? So like, yeah, either find a way, find a friend, but don't go like trying to like cop on the street because yeah, you're, you're going to have a bad time. But uh, 
Yeah, wild place, a lot of great food. It's I, I was telling people earlier today, it's both dirty and beautiful at the same time. It's so hard to describe. Like, I feel that way about a, a lot of the parts of Europe that I've been to. Um, but I mean, you could say the same thing about American cities. So like, whatever, it's, you got, you got to find the, find the silver lining of where you're at and just enjoy it for whatever you can, you know, Absolutely. And if you have the ability to travel, find some cheap airfares, jump your ass out there. Don't, whether you go to Portugal, whether you go anywhere, whether you go over to the next state, do something nice for yourself, have a little getaway, rest and recharge, rebuild your mental, take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Do that. Do that. And the list is as follows. We need fresh socks. Fresh yeah. shoes, yep. a pedicure, yes. and that will get you through your trip to Portugal. That's all you guys need. I got that glossy <laughs> clear coat. You better get familiar. <laughs> glossy clear coat, son. Dude, stop I'm it because you. I swear to God, my dad, yo, I'm not going to bullshitting you. My dad, right? I mean, my dad is not like a handy motherfucking person. He's like businessman. You know what I mean? Like he, he is not, he, I've never learned how to build shit growing up. I never, you know, we didn't watch sports in my house. Like none of that shit. My dad literally gets like manicures done, bro. Like manicures. It gets this little clear coat done, just like you're talking about, bro. And I've you never heard of <laughs> little clear coat. I've never heard of anybody else, anybody else who does that. Is that for you? No, that's actually not uncommon at all. I know that's not weird. I don't think that's weird. I mean, okay. Behavior, trend-setting behavior. I mean, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> we can agree to disagree on that one. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, I was right where you are not that long ago. And shout out, shout out to Just Mike Cooking and Alyssa for uh, for convincing me to give it a go for the first time in my entire life. You know, not more than a few months ago. Getting a pedicure. So, yeah, yeah, I never did it before Bro. in my life. I was scared shitless. I had no idea what was gonna happen. I was all like, "Man, do I need to bring like some something in here with me?" Like, I couldn't know? do it. I I feel like they would take one look at my feet and they would be like, "Nah, bro, you gotta leave." <laughs> like that. Be like, like, "Hey, we gotta call the wolf." Like. <laughs> The last time I, I got like, a ones with the fish that eat your dead skin yes, off or something. I've done that yeah. before in Mexico. And let me tell yeah. you, that shit was dope. <laughs> get get PZ some of them feet piranhas. Let's Yo, go. I need some feet yeah. piranhas. <laughs> Yo. You're biting your calluses off and shit. That one's my limit. <laughs> I can fuck around with some feet piranhas, yo. <laughs> so, so you're not cool with a normal mani pedi, but you're gonna let feet piranha just suck on your dead skin cells, and that's cool. Like, hey, listen, someone's Don't getting action around here at least. I'm not judging. I'm getting clarity. <laughs> Sucking on what? My dead skin yes. cells. <laughs> yo, <Can> yo. <laughs> Let me tell you, all right, I would prefer to have my feet in some motherfucking water where no one can smell the feet, right, and just let some fucking sea creature bite my dead skin off than I would want a real live person to take my sock off and literally take one fucking look at my feet and in person give me this response. Yo, man, they wash your, they wash your feet as part of it, though. That's and then they get like, the cheese grater. <laughs> yeah. They would need a cheese grater or one of those like hand sanders, you know, the automatic, the ones yeah. you plug in. 
<laughs> just I think this should be like a team bonding experience. I got you. They had you. to take a belt sander to my shit. <laughs> oh God, man! Not the belt sander. <laughs> I listen. Yeah, I'm, team outing though. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Let's we're all go gonna on. go get our our, our pedicures together. This shit. Stigma breaking on all fronts. Sigma, we're just gonna go out and get a group pedicure. We're gonna have Kristen walk in first, right? <laughs> Obviously, because it can't be us. And she'll be like, listen, I need to get pedicures for me and my two friends. And once they say okay, then she can hit out the door and be like, <laughs> and then me and you will come stroll in and they're gonna be like, oh no, oh no, we need to call for backup. <laughs> we need backup for these two. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I just can imagine I their face, yo. <laughs> Literally. No, it's cool. We're in a podcast together. Don't worry about it. Just up. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you on the air and we'll be good. Because <laughs> you're like we on do. air filming. This is a whole thing. I, I listen, I think that this is a great idea. And I'll tell you right now, Lou, I'm glad you had a good trip, man. But uh, I'm glad you let us know what we need to do if we're ever going to go out there. I've never been to Portugal. So I'm glad you made it back safe, you know? Yeah, I try, I try to get those pro tips going, man. Help people out, you know? Hell yeah, Keep dude. You missed the show last week, though. Me, me and Chris had a hell of a time with Donna, let me tell you. We yeah, had Donna. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm proud of you guys. You kicked some ass. Thank Good you. Job. Yeah, we had Donna on, and we talked about Biden's cannabis reform, which was huge news last week, where he said he was going to pardon a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of people, actually. All the federal cases for simple cannabis. Uh, zero. Zero? <laughs> what do you mean, zero? All them federal inmates who made it all the way to federal penitentiaries for simple possession. 6,500 people, thank you very much. They're just not currently in prison. <laughs> 6,500 is a good amount of people. I mean, it's a good start. That That's the ones they got on that minimum security facility with the virtual <laughs> golf course and shit. The virtual golf course. I've never been to a jail where we had a, a, a virtual golf course. Of course, I've also never been to jail. So, I mean. But yes, it was, it was a big, it was a big news week and uh, it was, it worked out well for you, huh? Uh, dude, I mean, we literally had a great time last week. And after talking, I was like, you know what? This has to be it. And and now that you're here, it's great you're here because I feel like this was huge news. I mean, this is definitely a step in the right direction, right? I mean, we're definitely, it may have been 20 years, you know, too long to get here, but I, we're taking a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think the really, the really uh, Trojan horse of the thing, which is not even really a Trojan horse, it's just people are focused on prisoner release, but the, the review of the scheduling status, <coughs> excuse me, to me is arguably the uh, the more impactful thing because descheduling could could immediately render you know the other stuff null and void you know so there's the potentiality for for much more impactful uh, change to come from the scheduling review right so yeah I mean it's it, it is definitely it's I can't hate on it you know what I mean. But I'm I'm a very impatient man, and I like to get shit done, you know. And I like to move things forward. And I forget sometimes that this shit moves at a glacial pace, and you just got to <laughs> temper your expectations, you know. Um, that that's been a hard thing for me to do sometimes, is to kind of understand, you know, these are the parameters that you're going to need to work within if you actually want to get to these outcomes you're trying to achieve. 
and you know ego can get in the way of that other shit can get in the way of that so um i'm i'm grateful to have people like the both of you around me you know to keep me grounded in that sense and you know hopefully we can really start to get some some good shit going speaking of having patience like i've literally been sitting here waiting because we're supposed to have a, a our special guest calling in at 7 30 and i'm hoping that maybe that you know that, that maybe they he got raided again or something i'm not sure oh, where no. the, I don't oh know where Mr. Goodness. Trump is. I know he was said he was going to call in at 7:30, but we're, I'm just going to expect that any moment the phone's going to ring. <laughs> yeah, know? he's too he too gone off that OG Kushner. OG. Yeah. <laughs> we're saving that. Do you think yeah. Donald Trump smokes weed? <laughs> like that's my real question. I got to ask. Like, do you think Donald smokes? No. No. Why not? I don't know, man. Only if it's well done with ketchup on it. You know, well, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if he does or not. I'm still going with no, just cause, but that's like the first I question I want to ask though. Sitting down to like bong hits. Like that's the weirdest shit ever. Yo, I hope this is <laughs> To be blunt, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, easy. It's me, Donald. Donald? <laughs> Donald's here. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I can't believe it! It finally happened! It was true! I heard the rumors, but he's really here! Former President Donald Trump! Mr. Trump, welcome to the show! Thank you, thank you so much, really. You guys are doing a fantastic job, seriously. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that we're doing fantastic because I'll tell you right now, I was nervous coming into this. When I heard from your assistants that we were going to have you on this week, I, I, I got nervous. I got to tell you, Mr. Trump, I'm fucking nervous. It's nothing, nothing to be nervous about, okay? I'm easy peasy. It's, it's, I, love, I love your show. I love it. I, I love what you guys are doing, okay? The whole cannabis, it's about time, right? It's, oh, so you, you agree with the whole cannabis thing, huh? I, I got myself a one-hitter. <laughs> Stop! Stop! Say a word. Stop. Donald Trump's got the one-hitter! Ready to go. <laughs> Donald, I, I got to tell you, I it would be an absolute that. honor to take a rip with you before we let you go today. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's my pleasure. Seriously, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Really. <laughs> Donald, I got to ask you, listen, I know we had last week, Biden had talked about this big cannabis reform they're doing where he's pardoning 6,500 federal criminals with civil uh, cannabis possession uh, charges, amongst other things, and looking to uh, reschedule cannabis as a whole, as a drug. I want to get your opinion on this. So uh, just repeat that last part to me, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was rolling. I was rolling a joint right now. Go ahead, repeat it. Donald, I want to know what your thought is on Biden's big announcement about cannabis reform, where he's planning on rescheduling cannabis, you know, from being worse than fentanyl to maybe being decriminalized. Well, you know what? It's about time, and I got to tell you, it's taking too much time. Okay, because we got the signals a long time ago. You're talking. Cheech and Chong, 
Right? <laughs> I mean, everybody He's was not wrong. Happy. Everybody was happy. You take all these guys, all these other leaders, and you know what we do? We drop a bomb, a big, big <laughs> weed bomb right all over the planet, and everybody's going to be happy. I promise you that, okay? There's never going to be any more war. No okay? more war! No more war! I mean, how It never you... happened, Fiji. It never happened when I was... I mean, okay. it's not wrong in saying that. That is a true factual statement. We had no wars while Trump was in office. Drop the marijuana bomb, okay? Yeah, drop, <laughs> we're dropping the marijuana bomb. I mean, what do you guys think about this? The marijuana bomb. All you got to worry about is what these guys want to eat afterwards, right? Some hummus? Some hummus. Right, so we got some hummus after these guys afterwards. It's a bag of chips. That's the result afterwards, okay? It's not a big deal. Everybody should smoke some weed, okay? <laughs> so what you're saying is we dropped this giant marijuana bomb all over the entire okay. world, and then the result is chips. Hummus. <laughs> Everyone just gets the munchies and we're all happy. The potato chip industry is going to explode, I promise you, okay? <laughs> Everybody should invest in Listen, it's, instead of layoffs, we're going to get lays. Is that it? Now you're talking. Now right? you're talking no okay, layoffs. We want lays. Busy, take the microphone. You got it now, okay? <laughs> I can't take over for you, sir. You're, I mean, you're, you're listening. You're doing great. You're doing great. Lou, you got a question? You got a question for Mr. Trump, anyone? Lou? Wow. Um, I guess uh, I would, I'd be Lou? curious Lou, to know Lou, your favorite you strain. I think he heard you, Lou. Uh, I'd be curious to know your favorite can cannabis strain. That's a great question. Uh... <laughs> No, I'm just going back. I'm going back into time. I, I would say Blue Sunshine. Blue Sunshine. Is, yeah, Blue Sunshine. Is, really I've, you heard it here first, folks. Has anyone had a Blue Sunshine before? <laughs> exclusive. You asked me. If, if you've ever had the Blue Sunshine, question. you know what I'm talking about. I mean, about. I've had Blue Dream, sir. I've never had Blue Sunshine. Is that a special strain i really thought you were going to come back with like a presidential og you know or like an obama kush maybe like i don't know how you were gonna run this but, or is that not something well, you that's, would smoke? that's that's the problem pc people don't know me they don't know who i am okay they only you know they put in their mind with the fake media wants to tell them and i'm telling you this okay i'm telling you blue sunshine all right all right, blue sunshine, marijuana bombs. We're getting lays. We're getting laid, and we're—I mean, this is huge, huge results. So you are in the end pro cannabis. You agree with what Biden's doing, and and your favorite favorite strain for your one hitter is blue sunshine. Blue sunshine. I use a bug too, though. Don't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump. What's your favorite munchie food? Don't say Cheetos. I love Doritos. I'm a Dorito guy. I love Doritos <laughs> and ice cream. And oh, dude, ice cream's my favorite, Don. I, can I call you Don? Is that cool? 
I am the dad. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting like we're getting real close. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like before we had this conversation, I was nervous, but now I, I, I kind of like this guy. He's not so bad. Busy. Marijuana Busy, bombs. I love the con- we got a connection right now. We have a connection. We have some kind of connection here that I never thought that I would say this in my entire life, but I think me and you might be good friends. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. Okay? Me, you, and the guy from Barstool Sports on this <laughs> greatest trip. Where's Kristen? Where's, where's I haven't even heard from Kristen. Kristen. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how she feels about you, but we're going to let her take the stage. Kristen, Donald Trump would like to talk to you. Hi. Kristen. Hi, Donald. How are you? Kristen. Well, Kristen, yes. so good to hear your voice. Let me tell you something right now, okay? Let bygones be bygones, Okay. I'm going to go with a no on that. We're going to start with how you blocked me on Twitter and then just go from there. Wait, Donald, you blocked Kristen on Twitter? Uh, you did. You really did. I tagged you a few times and then poof, you were gone. I mean, what are we talking about, okay? I'm, I'm coming out to you right now, Kristen, and I would like to talk to you. Maybe a cup of coffee, nothing more, Okay. <laughs> Wow. He wants to take you out for coffee and kush. What do you say? <laughs> Kristen, would you be willing to have a conversation okay. over you coffee? You can email me. You don't have to give me an answer right now. I can okay. email you. Excellent. I'll have my people contact you. Donald. People I'm putting myself out here for you. And you know what? It's okay. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I just uh-huh. want to talk to you. That's all. I just want to I mean, you to may or may not okay. be in prison, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> prison? Donald, are you, you might be going to prison. No, I thought, what do you, I'm not going to, what are you talking, are you serious right now? <laughs> really? Sorry, I, the I, FBI has a video of you running out of the White House with boxes like your Craig from Friday. Like, dude, you're going. Please, 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 Kristen, this is like a Saturday afternoon walk in the park, Okay. <laughs> I wish the very best. It's gonna be it's gonna be huge. Huge. This is what we're gonna do, Kristen. After I run away from these guys, me and you we're gonna go to the movies, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Donald Trump just asked me on a date apparently. <laughs> <laughs> to the movies? You, and I bet you he'll let you get the and biggest coffee. popcorn too. <laughs> Whatever she wants, you can have popcorn. She can have the French fries. Whatever you want, Christian. It's okay. I got I, it. I, I like that it. he's trying to make amends with you after blocking you, you on know, Twitter. Um, hey, hey, I'm going to help you out there, Don. Her favorite is circus peanuts. Oh, <laughs> Don. Repeat you... that. Can you repeat that? I'm ready to get her fit. Her favorite that. snack for the movies is circus peanuts. So there's a little inside circus. tip for you. Circus peanuts. Circus okay. peanuts, yeah. Yeah, okay. you can't go no wrong. Tariffs, no tariffs on circus peanuts. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely no tariffs on the circus peanuts. Put that's gotta be a note in there. That's gotta be a <laughs> that's gotta be a lead lead note for your next campaign. Definitely no, no, don't do that. Let, let's talk about that over coffee. Don't do that. <laughs> so you admit you'll have coffee with Don, then? I will have coffee to make sure there's no Hell yeah. Don, there okay. you go. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you so much. And you know what? This is fantastic. 
Don, Don, I, I want to take a hit with you real quick. Do you have your one hitter nearby? I have it in my mouth right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can talk that cleanly with it in your mouth? I can't even talk that good with a blunt in my mouth. No, I'm about to ra- I'm about to go. You want to go at the same time? Same time. Do you want to do a little one, two, three, me and you? One, two, go ahead. Let's do All it. All right. Or you want to contact on me to do it? You go ahead. I'm All right. Ready? Wait. Ready? Go. go ahead. One, two. Wait. Are we going to go three, two, one, or you want to do one, two, three? Uh, let me think about it here for a second. Let's go three, two, one. Man. Three, two, one. All right, all right, all right. Three, two, one. Go or just three, two, one, and we we just do it. Three, two, one, and then can you play like uh, some Snoop Dogg in the background or something like that? Oh, I got. I can play something in the background. Yeah, we'll do that. How's that? That sounds good. We're gonna do that. We're gonna take you know, that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Just to get into the mood, right? Yeah, you want to get into the mood? Oh, absolutely. Listen, Don. Don, you know you're talking to the Get High Rapper, bro? I know who I'm talking to, believe me. All right. I'm going to do it. Ready? We're going to do this. It's me, me and you. Three, two, one. We're going to play some some chronic music, and we're going to take a big hit. All right? All right, Don. Three, two, one. First you get the money. Oh my god! Donald Trump, everybody! Donald! Thank you so much for coming on the show! It was legendary! New sunshine forever! It was legendary. I'm crying. <laughs> Thank you, Don, so much for coming on the show and giving us your time. We appreciate it here, Tubi Blood. I love you so much, PC. Okay. I know. I might like you tune out. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Tubi Blood will be right back. I don't know if I'm excited or traumatized. <laughs> Why not both? Woo! We'll be right back. Are you okay up there? I'm getting packed. Shit from Cali. That's a Cali pack. Light green with the trikes. Yeah, I'm down with that. Surrounded by a bunch of trees. That's my habitat. Tired of these fucking wannabe copycats. I'm back. I bet you thought that I would Holy never make shit. it. Nope. Now I'm reaching for the brass ring. Watch me take it. I'm finna make it to the top. You just gonna fake it. I'm watching money grow on trees, so I'm finna shake it. My lyrics get you so high, you got anxiety. Uh, give me all the weed you got, I like variety. Stay high all day, fuck sobriety. I'm in the upper echelon, high society. What? First you get the money. Stop. <laughs> it's to be blunt with PZ. Holy shit. <laughs>
<coughs> Holy crap. Y'all, I'm slightly, slightly dying over here. That was a big. Are you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, my lungs hurt so motherfucking bad. Lucy's asking, "You good, peasy?" No, I'm not. I'm crying tears. There's tears right now. Oh my gosh. What an incredible, incredible segment, I got to say. Donald Trump, you know, just... Uh, it's the, the guy surprised me, I got to say. I was not expecting that, you know, when I when I was told Donald Trump was going to be calling into the show tonight. And I got to tell you, there was, there was some people who were a little upset. 98, Green Grohl. Feels like she got... He, she, who knows? They got scammed. <laughs> They got scared. How could you think that was scammed? Donald Trump. I mean, that was obviously, obviously Donald Trump. I mean, what are you thinking? I don't know. I personally think that that was just absolutely amazing. Blue sunshine, which honestly, I got to tell you right now, in the chat, I found out it was an indica leaning hybrid. It's a real thing. <laughs> Blue sunshine. I thought he was making that shit up. I thought he was making it up. Not at all. <laughs> oh my God! To be blood, you know we got we got in the background. Uh, uh, Lexi Girl Farms. He said that was him. Way too hard to fake being that Trump. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, who else could it have been? That's all I'm saying. To be blood. With Peasy, we are back, and uh, we have a very special guest waiting in the in the background. Uh, if you guys tuned in last week, Donna Taylor, and not just any Donna Taylor, the motherfucking Donna Taylor, called in and told us a huge story about you know uh, her her a snake water moccasin in her bedroom, which she eliminated with tongs, and then she had a thirty eight bedside. Because meth heads be kicking in her door, wherever the fuck she lives. And a lot of people were blown away. There were comments talking about how awesome Donna was and how amazing she was as a woman. And it got huge, crazy. And then even Blue, you're not going to believe this, Kristen and apparently Donna are like BFFs now. <laughs> I love her. Like literally BFFs. <laughs> I had no fucking clue that this was even going down. She's what? gonna take Kristen on a trip to the range. I heard. <laughs> no, really, <laughs> the range. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really interested because I mean, a lot of people ever since last week, I'm talking to us, sending us DMs that were making comments on the show last week how we should have her on and find out more about who the fuck is fucking Donna Taylor. So, without further ado. Let's bring in the legend herself from the backwoods of Tennessee. <laughs> she is the most gangster motherfucker I may have ever talked to on this show. It is Donna motherfucking Taylor live right here. What's up, Donna? Fuckers, I brought my tongs with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
You did not come with the tongs to start the show. I damn sure did. Donna. <laughs> I hope you don't, don't have the 38 next. Up. Don't <laughs> try to slither up on Donna. Yo, you slither up on Donna, you getting tongs. Yo. Yes, right. I wish I had some sound effects, like when she's clipping the tongs. Like, you know, you know, like when you're about to go fucking flip some meat and you click your tongs before you do it. Some fucking, yeah. if it's a fucking grill master thing, everyone does it. You know, hit a couple times, give it a flip. That's I need that sound clip for every time Donna comes on now. So we, I got to find there something. There you like go, that. <laughs> Donna. Listen, yeah, you made quite an impression last week on a lot of people. On a lot of people. And I had no idea. We took the clip on Instagram and put it out there. And the, the response to that was honestly just as crazy. Now, if you're watching on Instagram, we are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. If you want to find us at 2B Blunt Podcast with the number two, me, Lou, and Kristen here live with the motherfucking Donna Taylor. She's here live in person on screen. So definitely, if you want to check it out, come hang out with us and get that full experience. Donna. <laughs> Donna, I I don't yeah. it's I almost don't even know where to start here. Like you, you are just such an interesting person. You know, you've been following me for a while. Well, you know, we kind I think we kind of found each other on TikTok, and you know, mm -hmm. we would leave lots of comments. You were very supportive of me, and vice versa. And then we came over to Instagram after leaving TikTok, and you kind of stuck with us in the podcast for through and through. But I knew little about you, except for when you called into the show or on a game show. But until last yeah. week, I did not realize. How motherfucking gangster you are. So I got to start this whole thing by saying, how the fuck did you end up this gangster? Please tell me about what it was like, you know, maybe growing up as the motherfucking Donna Taylor, you know, that kind of got you to where you are today. Well, my daddy was a Vietnam veteran. Okay. Thank so you for your service. He taught me how to hunt, how to shoot a BB gun, you know, when I was three or four years old, we had nothing but woods behind our house, and uh, we own an auto repair shop. And uh, I mean, I was down there when I was six months old. You know, I've been at that shop my entire life. I still work down there today. So wow, I don't know any other way to be except Gangster. you gotta. <laughs> yeah, he taught me to always don't start shit, but don't take shit. You know. <laughs> Yes. And yes. There was a point in my life where that didn't apply. And by God, it don't apply now. <laughs> so, what? you know, I, I don't take no shit now. I had a really bad 11 years of my life in a horrible, abusive marriage. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that. It was the, the, and, the person I was in that marriage, I'm like, who the fuck was that dumb bitch? You know? <laughs> yeah. I and think a lot of people what? can relate to that, honestly. And I seen that fucker at the fucking ball game tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, how'd that go? Well, I think people need to appreciate me for not killing this son bitch every time I see him. <laughs> Please, you know, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so grown for strength. I mean, I really do. And it ain't like I ain't tried many times, but you know. <laughs> and it sounds like you 
Yeah. Yeah, so I'll just, this is probably why you can go out of snake with a pair of tongs like it's no big deal. <laughs> right. Well, I, I did a video the other day. I've done been to hell and survived. I mean, what the fuck else is there? You know, I ain't nothing gonna get me except for God, and you know, I'm looking forward to that. So, wow. I don't have nothing to lose. Damn, Donna, I didn't realize that you came out of this trauma relationship here, and you still have to see this guy today and you, when you go out. Can't even go to a, an event and without seeing this guy who, you know, kind of puts you in a shitty spot. That sucks. Yeah, but I mean, it, I, there was 13 years ago, I was uh, in therapy, and I had, I, was, I had two years sobriety under my belt, and just all of a sudden, I, I forgave this bastard for every fucking thing. I don't know why. Don't know what did it, but I did. And I fuck him now. You know, it's that ain't nothing but a thing. Listen, so. if you can stand up to meth heads kicking in your door, then, <laughs> I, then I think you have no problem with a shitty ex-husband. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But Donna... Aside from all that, and aside from the trauma, you already came out a much better person. You've so you've you know taken the sober life. You you're on cannabis, which saves so many lives. You know, and I'm sure you yes. you are definitely one of the people who uses you know use cannabis to get back on the right track. You know, and I Absolutely. think that's awesome. When did you get into smoking weed? I have um, when I was 12 years old. I bought my first bag of weed in a brown lunch bag. From my uncle. From he your uncle? Own weed. Yep. And I've been smoking ever since. <laughs> um, I'm 54, so however many years that is. Damn, Donna. Damn, Donna. 54, are you still smoking? That right Absolutely. Oh, so tell me, what is your craziest story when you were high? Oh, she got to think about this one. Hold on, let me help you out, Don. I got a little something for you that might be used to to help uh, get you thinking a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) She gave me the finger in case you're on Instagram. You didn't see that shit. (laughs) Oh, that was so good. I went in and worked all fucking day and wasn't even on the schedule, and nobody bothered to tell me, and I, I was in street clothes, and nobody said I wasn't supposed to be there or go put a uniform on or nothing. They just let me go. That's your craziest story, Donna? How are you going to come last week with the meth head story? (coughs) And now now your your craziest story when you're high is just going to work when you were off. Oh, no, just my craziest story being high? Sure, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I don't care what you were high on, but we don't have to talk about that, but let's hear it. Well, well, uh, this is a whole big story. I like big I stories. I, was go- I thought I was going on vacation. Uh, my daughter was three, and she's 33 now, so whenever that was. And I was married to the dickhead. And uh, <laughs> instead of going on vacation, we were running drugs, and I had no idea. So we oh, get Jesus. to the hotel. Yeah, fuck yeah. Cocaine, yeah. Oh, and, uh, shit. Yeah. What? 
the fucking truck we drove, the motherfucking truck we drove down there was uh, packed full of fucking cocaine everywhere. Me with a three year old not having a fucking clue uh, of anything that's going on. You had a th- three year old with you too. Who's going on vacation? Well, we get down there and the swimming pool at the hotel's full of frogs, so we have to go and stay with. <laughs> Friends of his. Oh, I have a fucking friends. We're in Mexico, by the way. But uh, that should have been a fucking clue in the beginning, Donna, you dumbass. And how does, how does my fucking husband have friends in Mexico? What the? Uh, I mean, you'd think I was on drugs at that time, which I wasn't. <laughs> so uh, we're supposed to go to a kickout. Oh, I mean, it's fucking crazy. We're supposed to go to a kickout. So uh, I walked down to the bottom of the hill where the bonfire is. And thank God I left my daughter at the top of the hill with the older women because there's a bunch of guys down there and an argument breaks out and the one Mexican pulls out a fucking gun and just shoots the other fucking Mexican. And here I am like, I am the only white girl here. What the fuck is going to happen to me? They're going to fucking kill me for sure. Wait, wait. So you walk down to this bonfire. Let me let me, let me backtrack here. Yeah. You're not on a bonfire. They're arguing. And in the middle of the argument, dude pulls out a gat. And just shoots this dude yes. in, yes, in front of everybody. That be the work story. This is <laughs> in front of everybody. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They did not fucking care. It was just about, and that's when I realized uh, my trip was not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you were hanging out with the Mexican drug cartel. Fucking years, I did. Damn straight, I was. Got it. <laughs> God. I don't know how I got back to the United States alive. I don't know how. I, I, I mean, I would have fucked anybody that I had to at that point in time to get out alive, <laughs> but I didn't have to. But I don't know. I, I, God is the only way I know I made it home. Oh. <laughs> that said, I do fucking anything. <laughs> yes. Damn. I honestly, when you're, you know what? You know what? You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> Did you guys see the Dahmer show? Yeah, on Netflix. <laughs> because that, that, that first episode, <laughs> first episode is kind of making me give me the vibes right now where Donna's like, I'll do anything to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes. I felt like that poor little black boy in the floor, like, come here, baby. I'll, I'll pose for you, whatever the fuck you want me to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's real. That's real. But I mean, if you got anything you wanted, I mean, if it's if it's the difference between living or dying, exactly. And I damn sure was not prepared to die at that point in time in my life. So, Lou, you're telling me if you were in the same position, you would pose too. Shoot. So if, I, if stories. I was in the same position, man, I would be trying to survive. And yeah. I would not have the luxury of a long-form conversation with friends right. to, like, unpack the whole thing. I'd have to be processing that shit right in the moment. Within two hours. Who knows what right. you're going to do when your life is on the line. Within two hours, I was on a plane. Me and my daughter was on a plane back to the United States. I was like, get me the fuck out of here somehow. And the women at the top of the hill got together and put me 
It, you know, you see them trucks with the the ship covered over them and fifteen Mexicans piled in the back. Yep. And a, a white woman and a three year old child. That's how I got the fuck out of Mexico to an airport to get back to the United States. Oh my God, Donna! So you said yep. this was thir- thirty years ago. So like we're talking like yes. 81, 82? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, after that, because I graduated in eighty six. She was born in 90, so it was 93. It was in the fucking worst time. Fucking 93. The 90s in New Mexico was crazy. Oh, my God. I mean, that, that, I mean, woo. I told you I lived a few lives. (laughs) I'll say, (laughs) I'll say that. I don't even know how we're going to top that part now. Where do we go from here? She's a a survivor. Oh, dude. I knew she was a survivor when she took the fucking snake out with the tongs. I couldn't yeah. do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I told a mouse with my bare hands not before last if that impresses y'all at all. A mouse with your bare hands? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he he was already kind of incapacitated. He was limping across the floor. Are you kidding me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And fact, my mom at the time knows she has to go to the bathroom love her hard. Donna, you really have lived a life, though. Sorry I about mean, that. I, I just I don't even know where to take the stories from there. I'd love to hear more of your crazy stories, but I mean, how am I going to top that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to top that. You let off hot. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember the good one. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how are you going to top mom, that story, Donna? Internet. I don't even know what she's doing right now. <laughs> Uh, her phone is probably switching between this and the the phone call. And oh Jesus, oh Jesus! I can just barely hear you. Uh. All right, we'll let you get yourself situated, <laughs> guys. I mean, I really don't know how we're even going to start that, stop that whole thing. You good now, Donna? <laughs> oh Jesus! If you have the call going in the background, you might have. Can to you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I just can't. I can barely hear you. It has to be whatever from when mom called in. Just it's just me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just want to know how you're going to top that story. <laughs> uh, By living a peaceful uh, life. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mother keeps calling. It's <laughs> I'm on a leash. <laughs> you know I'm what? sorry. <laughs> it's. I know she has to go to the restroom. I. Well, there's, I don't know how I can top that story, actually, <laughs> that because that was a pretty, one. that was a <laughs> son of a bitch. She ain't going to leave me alone. <laughs> That's fine. You know what, Don? I'll let you, I'll let you take care of your mother. It's more you important anyways. Some blue sunshine. You already gave us a story that I don't think we can top at this <laughs> point anyways. I've, I've got some infused car- uh, salted caramel stuff I'm going to put in her coffee. That's what she's wanting, coffee, and to go to bed. I'm going to fix her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dinah. Well, thank you for calling in and coming on the show and sharing that story and a little bit about your life. Uh, you are a survivor, if I've ever seen one, and a badass, I got to tell you. Thank you, Daisy. Kristen, Absolutely. I love you, honey. Lou, I love you, darling. Thanks, Donna. Thanks for the Y'all time. Y'all have a good evening. Thanks, Thanks Donna. Donna. I love how she tells the story. I, wow. I, I don't even know where to even take the show after that, dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> That much just blew my mind. Blew my mind. <laughs> Donna's Donna's crazy.
in a in the best of ways though. No, I should. I love. She tells a good story too. Like some people can, you know what I mean? Someone can tell the same exact story and it was just like, womp, womp. She's like, holy shit, you did what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people who went through that wouldn't be able to talk about it so so it's freely either. I know, that's just nuts, dude. But like told in a dark humor kind of funny way. I like Yeah, that. yeah I kind of like yeah. how Kristen told us she can't roll a joint for shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like this segue. <laughs> I'm just saying, you kind of left that one open, and I'm still kind of shocked by the news. So I just want. I'm shocked by the news. I'm shocked, and you kind of broke it to us in a dark. It shook him to his core. Ah, that's right. <laughs> but honestly, no, no, no. We're in more serious. We've been kind of laughing a little bit. We know there's been a lot of shit going on uh, in cannabis that we, you know, we probably should get a get a clue on. You know, Lou. I know Lou keeps up with all that shit. I want to kick it off with the whole True Leaf thing. Still, that we never really got to touch on too much last week. Um, and Lou, I know you wanted to touch on a few other things too, bro. So I mean, I think this would be a great time to give kind of our, yeah. our run through of what's been happening in cannabis since you've been gone. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, the the true leave incident is a really sad story. Um, an employee of True Leave at the uh, Holyoke, Massachusetts uh, cultivation facility died back in January as a result of inhaling like pulverized cannabis dust, like particulate matter. Um, just so many parts per million, I guess, that it was just like you're breathing normally, you're pulling it all into your lungs, and then your lungs can't get the oxygen they need, you know. Because they're so, full of keef? What's that? Was it was it keef? What was the... It was just... Kinda... I mean, it's, it, it's like government description of it, so who knows what it really is, you know? Right. But the 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 whole story just kind of got suppressed for a while. Um, and then uh, Mike Crawford of The Young Jerks, which is a, a show up there, um, was the one who identified the the poor girl, um, Lorna McMurray. And they, uh, they were able to n keep it out of the news until he finally was like, enough is enough. And now... Because of him breaking that story to a wider audience, now it's national news. Now there's, you know, outlets coast to coast reporting about it, starting to tell the story. You know, at least there's like a, a crack in their ability to sweep the whole thing under the rug. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying her name now. And it's it's an issue that is, I, I don't think it's even isolated. I don't think it's the only time this has ever happened. Oh, uh, from from some of the research I've been doing, I just think it's been equally suppressed. Uh, this is the f certainly the first time it's gotten mainstream media coverage. That's that's for sure. Um, but it's it's a really um, it's a testament to the way that workers are treated in this industry, which is you know minimum viable skill consideration to do, you know, the most, you know, basic level tasks so we can pay them the least possible amount. You know, they're, they're basically treated like cattle, you know, they're treated like a, 
like a commodity of their own. Um, and this is something that needs to be addressed. And now that people are finally talking about it and the awareness is spreading, I would hope that there's going to be some kind of investigation. The really odd thing is, and the thing that, that uh, Mike Crawford brings up again and again, is that Boston Globe and WGBH are not reporting on this. And those are like the hometown heavies. Absolutely. Of, of, yeah, of, of journalism there. So they're not talking about it at all. Meanwhile, friggin' Benzinga <laughs> is lapping them and making them look foolish. And now it's out there. It's in the national zeitgeist, like in the cannabis world. People are really talking about this now. And every day that goes by that these hometown outlets are just continuing to turn a blind eye to the story going on in their backyard that's so impactful is just, to me, it's embarrassing. Like, what are you even doing in that industry if you're content to let that you know, five alarm fire burn over the back of your, you know, your shoulder and pretend like it's not burning. You know what I mean? Dude, you know so, what's embarrassing to me is the uh, amount of news that's been coming out about the conditions of people, you know, for people, from people who have worked inside of these, you know, you know, large scale yeah. grows, you know, I and mean, we've seen it here in CT. We've seen it in Massachusetts. Lou, I know you've posted photos from all that. We've covered it in the show, you know, of these disgusting, yep, yep. you know, these, these places where you're supposed to be growing medicine and it's got bugs and, and nasty stuff all over the place. And it's just like, it keeps happening more and more. I keep hearing more and more about it. And I'm, I don't know if it's just like an East Coast thing or what, but it, it's just very embarrassing that this stuff keeps happening. And uh, now we have a death due to it, you know. You're not, not even worried about ingesting mold. She just ingested plant matter, you know, and she and she she died, you know. And that 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 makes me nervous for people who are in the, you know, in the medical program who are – you know, smoking this cannabis that's coming from these facilities. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sad state of affairs. And the only thing that we can do is to try to, you know, keep finding new ways to spread the awareness of what's going on here and try to talk to our state legislators, you know, in a serious way, in a, in a way that is, you know, not just criticizing, but, you know, and also here's what we propose to do about it. You know, here's how we want to address this. We've really thought this through. It can be a layup for you. Come on, you know, that kind of thing. It's um, I, I would encourage everybody, you know, to really, if you kind of been sort of on the sidelines or anything, or just thinking it doesn't really make a difference, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to make a difference real soon. There's another Connecticut legislative session coming up in January and we're already making some moves. We're already having conversations. So if this is the kind of thing that you believe in, you know, trying to improve the medical program, maybe have some a dedicated uh, commission to run the medical program the way that it is in, in all, you know, these other regulated markets. Yep. And then also, you know, to give access to the to the micro cultivation tier or, you know, create a new caregiver tier with even a smaller square footage uh, you know to give the people access to the market that we're that we're supposed to be helped by right. social equity right so just keep talking about these things and making your voice heard that's the biggest thing that you can do you have a voice please find it and use it and help us spread these messages absolutely Kristen, what are your thoughts on this whole thing 
He hit on most of the main parts. I mean, I just would say with Lorna McMurray, I think it's really important, obviously, like you were saying something, I, I, I'm trying to tie it into what you had said about the concerns with the mold and, and, you know, the workers' conditions. And while I don't think that they're mutually exclusive, I just think maybe, not even maybe, definitely with Lorna and other stories that are coming out in OSHA reports, this is now a legalized, regulated industry with workers and these large corporations don't give a shit about them. And kind of something I brought up is like my old job was workers' compensation. So I immediately, my brain went into things like the particulate matter. There should have been ventilation and there should have been masks readily available. That's a give me. I don't need to know shit about their business to know that those should have been available. Yep. And so the story coming out from the young jerks is that Lorna was asking her stepfather to bring in masks, which tells me that they weren't providing personal protective equipment. And so on top of just the conditions of, of the quality of the plant matter, it sounds like worker conditions are absolute trash. So just keeping aware of that, because we don't really have a ton of that in Connecticut yet, but we're going to start to. Right. And yep. if no one's paying attention to yep. worker conditions, we'll have the exact same story here. God forbid. But yeah, we don't want my... that. We don't want that. Hell no. Right. Yeah, it's it's like beyond sad. It's devastating. And the fact that this happened in January and we're all just really talking about it right now and we're all like kind of in the know. It wasn't that that this was out there and just no one said anything like it didn't even like really come to fruition until I think Mike was saying three or four weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. literally it was just yeah. breaking down. The news just came out. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. And uh, you guys want to make a comment on it uh, outside of the chat? 860-384-7110. That's 860-384-7110. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, feel free to call in and uh, take part in the conversation. You know, whatever we're talking about, uh, phone lines are open. And it's, you know, the community should speak up. I mean, if we don't speak up, you know, then these things are going to keep happening. That's, I mean, literally, that's why we even do this show. Like, we we keep talking about this stuff. We keep bringing on people to help push this whole thing. And it's just, it's nuts to me. It's nuts to me how, how like, how it just continues and how much harder we're honestly going to have to fight, obviously. You know what I mean? How much harder we yeah. have to go than we're going now because, obviously, what we're doing now is almost not enough because they're getting away with everything. And they're screwing us left and right. You know, and uh, it's between everything right here in Connecticut, the licenses, the social equity thing, the whole thing was bullshit, like everything, everything. So, like, just you guys got to keep talking and keep going and keep making your voice heard. Lou, what else we got on the agenda? <laughs> Next on the State of the Union. Yeah, so we'll, we'll take it back to Connecticut. Uh, this is kind of like a two-parter. Um, so there were 11 applicants, social equity, uh, cultivator applicants who sued the state DCP and, you know, individual members of the social equity council, yada, yada, yada. Oh, wow. Um, who sued because they were denied social equity status. Um, and there was actually more than just those 11. There was a total of 14 that ended up consolidating into a single case and 11 of those 14 have now settled with the state. Um, there's three that remain and uh, the DCP, one of the outcomes of the settlement is that DCP is completely absolved of any wrongdoing. Oh my uh, God. Will not, will not face any kind of accountability. Oh my um, God. But, of course. But the, the, 
the settlement, the, the the terms of the settlement is basically they get a second bite at the apple. Isn't that how um, all all like of the, all those suits go though? Like usually the what you well, have that's a exactly settlement. what happened in Illinois. That's that's beat for beat the way it went in, in Illinois. The first people to sue were the first ones to get licenses approved. Yeah, but any so, what I'm saying is anytime you have a settlement in in like a suitcase. In, like, the contract, usually they state, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it absolves the other party of all wrongdoing once you settle. Am I correct yeah. on that? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I, I just literally, and full disclosure, I'm not going to discuss both details. I just got out of a lawsuit myself. I literally just settled on a lawsuit this week, and I, the guy verbatim <coughs> read this part of the contract that said exactly that. That the, you know, the person on the other end was absolved of all wrongdoing. I could not go back and sue them again for the same thing or whatever. Yeah. And That's why they call it a settlement, right? Right, exactly. Because <laughs> you're settling the matter. Yeah. Right, okay. Yes, I might be stoned, but yes, thank you. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm but what sure. I'm saying is that it, that's... The shitty part that about shade at both of us for what it's worth. But the shitty part about everybody who's <laughs> suing, who's settling, is that the state can no longer take responsibility. That's yeah. the part that sucks because now they're just thinking whatever. They're good to go. They don't care. The far the problem is is they should be held accountable because they fucked mad people out of mad money. You know, just to give yep. these licenses to their homies or their or the the corporations or anything like that. Well, you know, that's that's a perfect that's a perfect transition to part two of the two parter, which is <laughs> oh, it's a two parter. The the on the recreational side, the non social equity side, just okay. the pure like buy your lottery ticket thing. Um, there one one of the winners submitted 2300 applications 2300 applications and how much were they per piece to submit how much a pop like a thousand bucks or play more that's a question this was for this was for a, a retail dispensary and micro cultivator license so, uh, so the higher I, don't, I, I assume the 2300 number is inclusive of both of those you know lottery stuffing efforts but in any case um seven companies submitted more than a thousand applications each wow in various lottery categories <laughs> wow and more than half of those seven won at least once and just for the for <laughs> full transparency and and linking to primary sources here this is according to the hartford business journal who performed an analysis of unofficial lottery application data obtained from Connecticut's online licensing database. So I think they have to say unofficial because it wasn't something DCP released. It's something that's already a matter of public record through a different system. And that's how HBJ shagged it down. So wow. kudos, because that's, that's actually pretty brilliant. That's some legit strat right there. But... <laughs> You know, thirty-seven thousand total license, uh, total applications for just fifty-six licenses, and then you learn that seven did a thousand or more. So minimum, shave that seven thousand right off the top, right off and you're the top. down to, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy, and and you know, we talk about people that's that converted assets, you know, liquidated assets in order to apply for these things, you know. 
they they had borrowed money from friends or family they sold everything they had they put you know yep. they put everything they had into it and they never had a chance they never had they never had a fair shot because anyone that could afford to could just pay to play and who knows where these where these um partners these out of state fronts are are funded from you know what i mean who knows who's actually supplying them with those with the money for those fees there's really no way to tell beyond you know what they contracted that cone resnick firm to do in you know in terms of background checking and whatnot right but i mean we live in a state where it was it was hard enough to prove that a gubernatorial candidate was doing business with uh, the crown prince of saudi arabia you know what i mean it's we need a little bit more investigative vigor in Connecticut, in in journalism, we need some of these reporters to actually start asking follow up questions and asking for you know data points and evidence and things like that, and not just parroting shit verbatim. Because the public is not served, public interest is not served by that kind of journalism, and we right. need you right now. And some of you are failing us, so we need you to do better. Oh uh, yeah, that's my message. Let me. <laughs> I like that message. That was great, dude. I wish I wish I had some great fancy music for you because that was honestly <laughs> just as good as the speech from Independence Day before they go blast off into space. Uh, <laughs> let me give you a good fact here from Lexi Girl Farm. She says you need permission to sue the state from the state in order to sue the state. Let that sink in. You need permission to sue the state from the state. In order to be to be able to sue the state, you know what it is is you have to invite them to a tea party, and <laughs> all all the the finery must be laid out in a certain order, <laughs> alternating colors for the doilies. It's it's a real, it's a serious thing. <laughs> so make it as difficult as possible, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Lamont's what Annie Lamont and CT Innovations, Connecticut Innovations. Um, I'm glad you bring that up, Lexi Girl Farms, because CT Innovations, for those who may not know, is Connecticut's quasi-public uh, venture capital uh, arm. You know, yeah, they they basically take Connecticut money and invest it with the goal of getting a return to benefit Connecticut in various ways. Or at least that's what's supposed to happen. Oh, but what they did what they did in this case was they invested one point. Two five one and a quarter million in a Colorado-based company called 1906, who makes little cannabis pills that look like oxycontin, <laughs> and actually was just subject to a product recall for safety recall. What? Uh, because because of one of their ingredients. Um, yeah, this is all this is all public That's record. True. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, search it up. It's all a matter of public record. It's been reported on. It's not anything new that I'm saying here. Um, but it's true that Connecticut money is now going into these out-of-state companies to give them a leg up and first mover advantage on the Connecticut market, which isn't even online yet. So we're giving a head start to non-Connecticut companies, you know, uh, with what, under the guise of generating a return on investment? I mean, people find out that this is a Colorado company. You think they're going to be in a rush to buy them pills? I mean, <laughs> if they care at all about this kind of shit, which maybe I'm overestimating the amount of people who give a shit about that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a lot of people just don't care. And it's like, oh, cool, a pill, whatever. Um, but I would, I, I would hope that people would prefer, you know, 
to support local when possible. Absolutely. There should be no other way around that, dude, you know? But the state is literally the ones who are the criminals in this story. That's what it comes down to. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. (laughs) Call the police, goddammit. Oh, man. To be blunt. It's been a hell of a show. I just want to personally thank Lou and Kristen for joining me tonight. As the new To Be Blood team, let us know on our Instagram how you feel about the new, the new team here. We're down. We love criticism. I love hearing what the people think. <laughs> I know I do. I love hearing what the people think. I think it's been highly positive. I think we killed it tonight. Uh, and I just want to thank you guys because you guys made it fucking easy for me to do my job. <laughs> All right. Fun time, man. Fun, Fun time. Exactly. Shout out Donald Trump who came in and, and just taught me about Balloon Sunshine, which Lou gladly sent me this great article on Leafly that just proved that it's an actual strain, which I didn't really know. But here it is in front of me. Blue Sunshine. You can check it out. Donald Trump's favorite strain for his one hitter. And of course, Donna Taylor who shared another incredible story from her life. And thank you for coming on. And, and to everyone who's hung out with us tonight on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitch, on Twitter, YouTube. We just want to say thank you. We love you guys. And for keeping the chat and the show going, we love you guys. To be blunt, you already know the deal from myself, Kristen, and Lou. We will see you next week. Same weed time. Same weed channel.